What is up, everyone? It's John here at the top of the episode to give you some podcast shoutouts. So please check out the Dynamic Duel podcast, the Avengers podcast, Max Destruction, Senjo World, Smash Trivia presents the Gamma Analysis, the Going Merry podcast, Why So Sidious, Block Blunders, Cheers Big Ears, the Stark Wars podcast, MCU's Bleeding Edge, the Don't Be a Hero podcast, and the Guy at the Movies podcast. These shows are all great friends of this show, and I feel like you will enjoy their content and deserve your support. I don't know if you heard it because you had your headphones being adjusted. No, I heard it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to acknowledge it because we're recording now. Do you recall your movies? I don't, but I'm sure they were great. Um, Jaws, <laughs> Sting. I think uh, I said. Welcome to the Mad Trivia Podcast. What is up, trivia nerds? It is another week of the Mad Trivia Podcast. This week, I have a very special guest with me, Keith, from pretty much the only time I've ever heard him is on the Gamma Analysis with Smash Trivia John and the Avengers as a guest host. I don't really know if you've got other shows, but why don't you tell everybody where you're from and what you do? Well, I I started off um, thinking I was going to be a big movie director, and then uh, that got expensive. So I decided to work full time, pay all my student loans back, and get really good at um, talking about movies for uh, no money at all. Uh, that was ah, that's become my critter. thing. I got you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can. Yeah, you can hear me on the the Avengers podcast. Um, I. I post uh, artwork and and try to get my artwork going on Instagram at uh, Keith Zonders with a Z uh, on Instagram. And other than that, I'm just kind of just kind of taking whatever anybody would love to throw at me because I, I find it very interesting. It's a lot of fun. He likes to be spaghetti on the wall. Essentially, he likes to just be yeah. everywhere. Yeah, with extra cheese. Yeah, mm. Mm. cheesy yeah. pasta. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's been a while coming, um, but your five movies were, and we'll go over these really quick, and then you can tell everyone why you like them so much. You had picked Blazing Saddles, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Jaws, The Sting, and The Shawshank Redemption. Tell oh us god. why you love them so much. Oh my god. Um, well, I mean, I want when you asked me, I wanted to cover a lot of genres, because having watched what I consider too many movies in a lifetime, I really like that all of them exist. <laughs> all genres exist. <laughs> I, I love jumping back and forth. If I'm not in the mood for a comedy anymore, I switch back and get really crazy about Westerns and the fact that like Blazing Saddles is a beautiful marriage between those two. And having seen so many Westerns, I know what they're lampooning. So I, I love that. And the sting is just a classic. Uh, like I love Paul Newman so much His acting in, in any of the movies I've seen him in is so much fun to watch. He's so electric and I think The Sting is so much fun because he gets paired with Robert Redford, and they're a great team in, in both that and Rich Cassidy and Sundance Kid. So of the two, I think I like The Sting better because I connected with my dad on that one. That was a really fun one to watch for him to him to show me as a young kid. Um, what other ones did you say? <laughs> what other ones uh, did I say? you got Blazing Saddles <laughs> there and Sting yep. there. How about uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Oh, my God. Okay, so if you have seen Jack Nicholson in any of his roles you know why that guy uh is so loved because holy shit is he just incredibly magnetic as a as a person just like his 
the way he would act in any role, you don't, I don't know that there's anybody else who, people do do like a f- kind of shitty impression of him. And, and, you know, the Christian Slaters out there can, can definitely have their own place in the world and, and do great things too. But it's like the original is Jack Nicholson. And so him in a role where he is the guy who doesn't think he's crazy getting put into a nut house, all, all <laughs> terms you can't say now, but like, <laughs> You get to see so many other actors too, like Christopher Lloyd is in that, Danny DeVito's in that. Um, there's all these like really actors before they were big uh, appearances. Plus, he gets to basically find out that he is not as sane as he thinks he is, and he's pushed through this like grind of the current, you know, state of the. I think it was 1950s that it was set in. Um, mental illness uh, system that he's pushed through uh, against his will and finds out how terrible it can be. And it's it's really emotional, but also a really strangely funny movie. I like dark humor a lot, and it, it really does hit different. Um, what else was there? Did I say... I got, uh, that, that movie That movie was the one with uh, that freezing gif comes from, yeah? Where he's gift. sitting in the, where he's sitting in the snow. Oh, no, that's that's The Shining. Is it The Shining? They yeah. look the same in like in in looks in those movies because they were both came when out he was so young. Close, yeah, yeah. I think I think they came out pretty pretty close in time. Like I think they were maybe five years apart at most. And uh, and one and, and both are about a man going crazy essentially. And and um, yeah, the, the Shining's amazing too. <laughs> exactly. One's like, oh, we're not even gonna put him in the system. We're gonna put him to handle a hotel, and no one can get to you. Uh, good luck. And it's like, oh, yeah. that's how a man could go crazy as well. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's many roles like that. Yeah, solitude. <laughs> Enjoy. Bounce that ball. Yeah. Write that book. Uh, good luck. Yeah. Uh, so Jaws. <laughs> um, I love the I love the horror genre in general. And when you put Steven Spielberg uh, and horror together, magic happens. And when a a gigantic mechanical shark fails throughout the production of a movie. And it ends up serving the movie better because they don't show it enough. And and by enough, I mean to the perfect amount because you don't see the monster. So, so much of the movie is about anticipation and suspension and not being shown and implication of terror. And that is so much more fun to play with. So it was almost a gift that his big mechanical shark that they probably spent, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on did not work because it, it made the movie 10 times more interesting because you see it at the very end alone and like maybe the last 20 minutes and it's, it's incredible for that reason. I, I love that that movie made like the whole tagline of like it, right when you thought it was safe to go back in the water type of thing like that movie. It scared people from swimming <laughs> like that. That's such a huge impact. It scared America from swimming for a while. That's it's fun. Yeah, that's, that's a great time. Just stay out of the water. Good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be fine. They land sharks are not a not a thing, and shark yeah. tornadoes. My goodness, that's yeah. Nowadays, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things are different now. But uh, my goodness, the Zoomers <laughs> got those shark tornadoes. Yeah, <laughs> and cocaine bears and land sharks. <laughs> Good God, <laughs> and transformers. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a weird life. What a world these days. A lot of threats. Yeah, five <laughs> G. <laughs> this is turning into a conspiracy theory podcast real quick. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful of those windmills. They kill a lot of birds. <laughs> 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 
I couldn't okay. resist. <laughs> on the topic of hilarity, the last one was the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Shawshank Redemption, like, I, I get made fun of as someone who studied film and put that puts that in my top five or top ten because that's what IMDb puts in their top one. Like, they always talk about, like, the film bros of the world. Like, I put that in air quotes. Like, my wife um, talks, like a lot of shit about the Reddit and Tumblr culture that she grew up with. And like the film bros online are always talking about how great Shawshank is. It's like, yes, it became a cliche, but there's a reason behind it. Shawshank is so well put together. Like it's a great story. There's not a second of that movie that is not important to deliver that story. And it's the best thing that like it launched uh, Morgan Freeman in so many ways. And it's, it's a perfect, like, it's a perfect like you root for the underdog and the endurance and the perseverance of of the the mind and the body and the soul like it's really an incredible uh watch if you can get through it a lot of people can't because there's so much uncomfortable moments and you know the dangers of of false incarceration um Mm -hmm. a lot of good themes what was the movie that someone called that movie the shank the shank God, I can't remember. There's a movie that someone refers to as Shawshank Redemption as the Shank, and I'm like, what the hell? It's gonna drive me crazy now. Hang on, let me see if I can find it. A movie that called Shawshank the Shank. Um, maybe, maybe this will come up. Maybe this will deliver the answer we need. No, it just, it's just a bunch of Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that's fine. At least it brings up Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> the internet knows what you're talking about when you say the Shank. I said, movie that calls Shawshank the Shank. It just comes up with like 18 articles on the Shawshank Redemption. It's like, no, I'm not wondering what that Shawshank movie is. Anyways. That's all right. Once again, your movies were Blazing Saddles, Wonderful Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Jaws, The Sting, and the Shawshank Redemption. Today, I'm quizzing you on Blazing Saddles. He rode a blazing saddle. He wore a shiny. <gasps> okay. You so had to surprise. pick the one I know the least about. That's no, great. I know a little bit. I know a little bit. <laughs> well, we'll find out because my questions come from all walks of life within the movie, right. behind the scenes, budget questions, award questions, nothing's off limits, surprising Excited. facts, things that you probably don't know, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's 10 questions, one of which is going to be a two part question for a potential total of 11 points. I guarantee you will not get them all correct. And that is going to be shocking one day when someone says, I know all the answers, and they do, and I'm going to have to shut the show down then. <laughs> You're just going to be ashamed? You're just going to walk into the sunset? Yeah. You're like, well. <laughs> I blazed my last saddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, quiz, I quiz with this hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So we'll start off with question number one, a budget question straight out. What was the production budget for this movie? Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to guess. Remember when it came out and know that that was. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking with me. And the and the the order in which Mel Brooks's Mel Brooks movies came out also is fucking with me. They would have given him a good chunk of change, but it I'll give you this benefit. Really if, I'll give it to you within 500,000. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say. Oh, I, I'm gonna say it was maybe 
670,000. Wow, you really undersold it. You actually undersold it by about 2 million. <laughs> Clearly, budgets have never been my thing. 2.6 million was the budget for this movie. Oh my god! In what, 1974, was it? Something like holy that, yeah. Sh- holy shit. It was like 76-ish, wow. whatever. Wow. It was a long time wow. ago in a galaxy far beyond my years. <laughs> That's Space uh, Boss. Yes, also true. <laughs> also Mel Brooks. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, question number two. Before landing on Blazing Saddles, the movie had mm. a couple other titles. Oh, Name fuck. one of them. Oh my god. Um, uh, Spurs and Sausages. <laughs> Franks and Beans? I don't know. Uh, the two that I found were Tex X and Black Bart. I was so close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Tex X, Franks and Beans. Same thing. Same thing. In, in a lot of countries, it's the same thing. People don't know yeah. that. Bangers and mash, you know, all all in the same path. Bangers, smash, hollow notes, it's all the same in some countries. <laughs> Depends on who you ask. Hollow notes. <laughs> I don't think I've ever laughed this much outside of the Mad Lib. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> Question number three. Blazing Saddles blazed more than saddles, being the first <laughs> film to... <laughs> That's really being the, being the first film to use which comedic trope? Comedic trope? Um, yeah. Think sound effects. F- oh, Jesus. Um, sound effects. I don't know, like the boyoyoying or something? <laughs> <laughs> the sound effect? What are we talking about? Kick your own ass for this one. This is the first film to use audible flatulence. Oh my god. Really? This was the first fart movie? I mean, that scene is epic. So it's like, so they didn't even like, they weren't even like, oh, we're just going to put in one, I promise. And then they got like (laughs) approval. They went, we're allowed to fart. Let's do 18 farts in (laughs) in a row at a campfire. They're all eating beans. That's one of my. That was my dad's favorite fucking scene, and that was hilarious to me to watch him laugh. But I was never like, "Oh, this is the cleverest part." <laughs> I, was just, I was just watching him laugh and going like, "Yeah, you do think farts are funny. <laughs> That's nice for Who you." Doesn't though? Come on, <laughs> they're Fart great. It's a greatness. Funny. It's it's a great fart scene, but it's like that's not what the movie should be remembered for. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but. Here it is, you know, almost, I loved it. almost 50 years later. <laughs> it paved the way. It blazed some saddles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question number four. This one I think you might be able to get, but oh. we'll see. 
You overestimate me. We'll we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Mel Brooks attempted to get a very big name in the Western parody. Uh, However, said person declined, saying they couldn't do a movie like that, but would be first in line to see it. Who is the actor? Oh, shit. There's a hint of of the type of actor in the question. Wait, say say the question again, then? (laughs) Mel Brooks attempted to get a very big name in the Western parody. However, said Mm. person declined, saying they couldn't do a movie like that, but would be first in line to see it. I would I was... I would assume it'd be someone like Clint Eastwood, but I assume he was also not popular for westerns by that point. I know Richard Pryor was attached to play the part that was was eventually. Uh, yeah, I I know that. Uh, shit, I want to say I'll just. You're on the right Eastwood. track with Clint Clint Eastwood, but I'm gonna tell oh, okay. you it was a different um, western actor. It was either John Wayne Take or Robert me. Mitchum. I'll give it to you because you said his name first. It was John Wayne. Oh, thank God. Okay, cool. Yeah. John Wayne. And there was like maybe like four other people that were constantly starring in Westerns. And John Wayne was the top number one. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. And of course, Westerns and war films. Yeah. Okay. I think. That's awesome. Yeah. This is the two part question. This one's very behind the scenes. So you might not get it, but I think. You'll really appreciate what the answer is once I give it to you if you don't get it, if you don't already know. I'm excited. I'm excited. Just to get the answer, I'm excited. (laughs) Question number five. A lot of the movie was written in a very ominous place. Which floor of what address in New York City did this occur? I'm not going to know the floor. Um, I, I assume it was... I feel like it was... Written at Gene Wilder's place, or, or or Gene Wilder stayed with Mel Brooks at the time. I I, I have no idea. <laughs> this okay. is gonna drive you crazy. Maybe yeah. literally. It was written on the sixth floor of six hundred and sixty-six Fifth Avenue. <laughs> Very ominous. Wow. As you know, he was like, my God, Mel Brooks loves to fuck with religion in his movies and I love that it was written there. <laughs> the movie has very little to do with religion, but yeah, it's nice. <laughs> Except for where it was written, apparently. <laughs> apparently! My god. Devil's work. The on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it's all for effect. We're gonna love this. It's gonna be great. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll all service later. We're gonna have a good time. That's what he sounds like now, everybody. Uh, that was I actually Mel Brooks. so much. <laughs> I love if anybody has any chance to see Mel Brooks do anything, please go do it. If you haven't yeah, well, seen well, Mel he's Brooks, still kicking. Thing. oh my god, <laughs> the fact that he's still kicking is incredible. Yeah, yeah, I know, especially with it, his size, he's like a large fella. Yeah, there's an amazing uh, if if no one listening has heard the uh, of the podcast WTF podcast with Mark Maron, he I has, I think, one of the best. Is it's like he's like the grandfather of podcasts at this point. Is Mark yeah. Maron had an interview with both Carl Reiner before he passed and Mel Brooks, and Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner, being legends that they are, were still friends to the bitter end, and would meet to get to like watch TV together, 
And I guess Mel Brooks sent Mark Maron over to talk to Carl Reiner for his interview. And he said, uh, yeah, go talk to him. And he's like, how is, how is Carl Reiner? And he's like, about 80%. <laughs> and then he, like, he went and talked to him. And then Mel Brooks called up Mark Maron afterwards. And he was like, 80%, right? Was I right? Like, he was just like his best friend of all time. <laughs> and he's still fucking with him and saying, yeah, he's got a little nuts. He's old. <laughs> it's just it's just a sweet story. But yeah, he interviews both of them and it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Mel Brooks, a classic that can never go away. Yeah. All right. Question number six. This one might actually be something you know. <clears throat> Gene Wilder was not the originally cast person for the role of the Waco Kid, but due to the person's alcoholism, was replaced. Who was the originally cast actor? Shit, I used to know this. Alcoholism. Was it a comedic actor? Was he known for comedy? I believe he was known for comedy. I don't recognize the name too much. Um... I'll give you the initials. Okay. G-Y. Gene Wilder. No, no, that was who replaced him. <laughs> you telling me. Wild, I said Wilder. the exact anymore. same initials? How do you spell Wilder by chance? Oh, sorry. Shit! Shit! All right, all right. Forget <laughs> I said that. All right. If I've ever been worried about sounding dumb on a podcast, I just crossed that line. And I'm sure I have before. <laughs> Wilder. Y I L D. Sorry, sorry. When you hear the word Wilder, do you do you not think of the word the letter Y? Okay, fuck. The last name is the opposite of old. Um, but he it. Bert Young? No, you said G. It's not a usual first name. I. It's not a usual first name. It's not a I'm very common. I'm gonna say Grant name. Young, but I don't know who that is. No, I mean Young would be correct. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Gig Young. Oh, Gig Young. Yeah, I do not know that actor's career at all. I've, I've heard the name once before, maybe, but yeah, I don't know. Shit. I would have given a chance if you'd gotten the first name, but I can't. I, it's yeah. amazing how much you estimate me. <laughs> not over or under. Just, he's not I, overwhelming I'm, or underwhelming. He's just whelming. I'm very flattered <laughs> by how much I've been estimated. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I estimated you about 80%. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a it's a solid B+. Yeah. I know at least one of the, the last few questions you've already given the answer before, so I know you're going to get it right, but we're not there yet. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, question I might, I might pull out of this with a with a 15%, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, with, <laughs> I think two would be 15%. <laughs> Damn it! All right. Uh, okay, question number seven. Speaking of Gene, he only agreed to do the movie if Mel Brooks would consider his idea for a movie. What right. was the movie? The movie was Young Frankenstein. Yes! Yes! All yes! right. Excellent. Yes. Now that, now that I know that you've got that one the correct, that means you'll get at least three right. Oh, my goodness. 
It's so exciting. Because this next one, you've already given the answer to, but I'm still going to ask the question anyways. This is better than I did in university, I'll be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I failed, but much worse. Yes. (laughs) Question number eight. In the movie, Clavon Little plays the role of Sheriff Bart. However, he wasn't the original choice. Who was? Richard Pryor. Yes, yes. And him and... and... Him and Gene Wilder have done three movies together, and that would have been their fourth. Um, it's a shame. No Evil, See No Evil was fucking great. Yep. I love those two. Yeah, they they were a great team. And you know what, though? Cleavon Little was incredible. In, and I can't imagine Richard Pryor doing the same things that... that that he did so it's tough to tough to say whether or not it would have been a better movie because like i think maybe cleavon little was a little more classically trained as an actor and he played so many different wore so many different hats in that very bugs bunny like like all-knowing trickster character that he played and yeah well i mean also didn't prior get some writing credit for blazing battles anyways yeah so yes he did i mean he still had his touch in there sure Okay, <clears throat> question number nine. One of the characters in the movie has a name that is a very similar name to a real-life actress who ended up suing as a result. It was settled out of court, Shit. however, and the name was kept. Who is the actress that sued? Oh, my God. Think of the female characters in the movie. Yeah. Um... Oh, my God. I don't... I, I'll tell I, you what. I, I, you I know the name... The character in the movie. I'll give you the credit for the answer. Well, I was going to say the n- character's name is Lily von Stupp, but nope. I don't know. No. Nope. Oh, oh, Hedley Lamar. You mean? Yes. yes. He- so Hedy Lamar and Hed- yes. Hedley Lamar. Hedley. Yes. 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 The very the 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 character that uh, that uh, Harvey Corman played the villain, a hilarious villain, and he also he comes back in Mel Brooks's um, not only High Anxiety but Dracula didn't love it. Uh, he's incredible in that. Uh, but yes, everybody's ca- saying, oh, Hedy Lamar, and he says, Hedley, the whole movie. He's <laughs> correcting people, and it's it's funny, because it's a man being called a woman. Good times. Yeah. But she tried to sue? She did. Oh, that she did sue. And what they sell a... out of court. Damn. That's sh- what a femme that for sh- That sucks. Yeah, whatever. It still got used. <laughs> Very true. Okay. Last question for you. Let's see if you can get to five. (gasps) Oh, my God. You'll get back to that almost 50%. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's just like first and second year in university. (laughs) This is is how well you focused on one particular scene. Okay. At one point in the movie, there can be seen an extra who was not supposed to be there but was anyways. What scene was the sweater-clad individual in? Um, I'm going to guess in the bar fight. There's so many people going on in the bar. No. Okay. It'd be another heavily like filled. A lot of people. Yeah. Um, maybe Lily von Stupp's, um, uh, performance. I'll give you one. I'm so tired. Oh my God. The fart scene. No, (laughs) no, (laughs) no. I gave you three opportunities to say when yeah. everyone was running out of the Warner Brothers lot. Ah! Yeah. 
That movie broke the fourth wall and many hearts. Yeah. Mostly the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you did get four out of eleven. Which is still like thirty-ish percent. Hey, you know what? It's fantastic. My professors would be so proud. <laughs> and like you, you come still, a long way. You you're between the average to, of four to six, what mostly everybody gets. <laughs> so I yes. my most recent endeavor had two people on and one of them only got two correct. So <gasps> Oh my goodness. That's so abysmal. It was an awesome power line. <laughs> oh, I want to be asked all the questions they were asked. No, we can't do that. Let's, yeah, we don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. Okay. It's the quicksand scene. The quicksand scene. Oh, my God. I love that scene. It's so good. Um, <clears throat> okay. So uh, you, uh, anything else you want before I read Just it? Just read it away. Just be prepared to laugh because it does sound pretty funny. <laughs> okay. What is it that's not exactly psychic and it's not exactly kitty? Boston. <laughs> oh, shit. Boston. Gorsh. <laughs> Gorsh. Gorsh. Now we in therapy. <laughs> They're in therapy. Get your wrinkle there. Get over there shakily. <laughs> Ow, that was flirty. <laughs> Doggone near lost 47 Weed Whacker. <laughs> we can take it right off to the just a haunted bit to the arrogance of that shit. I don't <laughs> remember that part specifically. <laughs> but let's continue reading. But we're going to flap, Christopher. We're going <laughs> to... We're going to leave us here to flap. They're going to leave us here to flap. Oh, I get it. Okay. I'm piecing together what the original scene was. Take it slippery, Gary Busey. My thumb is on the sack. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe down that coffee pot. I think it's sluggishly stinky off there. <laughs> we can't trip. This is, this is offensive almost. <laughs> It's it's both the way I'm reading it and the words that are getting used. We can't trip back to the right cause of that hospital there. That looks like the milk will have to go from there. Yes, we'll put her inquisitively down through there over that antler. I could have put deer antler in there, but you're right. It didn't work. Well, pocketbooks. The break is gently. Don't just fuck. They're shrinking a basil. <laughs> Won't do any good recklessly. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Won't do any good recklessly. Take that monkey wrench and put her to some fluffy use. <laughs> what? <laughs> fucking shit, man. <laughs> I had to pick. I had to pick a movie where you could pick two characters that would be talking like that. I didn't even register it that way when I was writing it either. I'm just like... I, just couldn't, I couldn't do the scene disservice. It's like... It's like, uh, it's like what, have you ever seen Airplane? Yeah, of course. Airplane where everybody's talking jive in quotes. <laughs> and they're... The two nuns or whatever, they're talking jive. It's so <laughs> stupid. Oh, my God. Airplane's the one with the blow-up pilot, right? Oh, yeah. 
it's, it's an amazing scene where everybody lines up to like calm a hysterical woman. Also hysterical in, in air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> and they just, they've smacked her and they're doing all sorts of things. And then people are lined up to like take part in smacking this woman. It's like, yeah. come on. <laughs> so Keith, I'm sweating from how much I was just laughing. <laughs> uh, give them, oh, I'll give them my email if you, if someone wants to direct the hate mail. <laughs> well, <laughs> funny you should say that because here's the part where you get to direct everyone to your social media. You can find me at Film Critter with a K on, and the K is not intentional in some weird way. You're gonna, yeah, don't connect those dots. The the K is for Film Critter on Twitter and on YouTube, and you can find me on Instagram at Keith Zonders with a Z, uh, where I share my artwork as well. And he's got some great stuff. He's got some great artwork. You can uh, you can find a lot of it on the Avengers because he uses a lot of his art for them and videos too. He likes to create videos for them. I will have a new piece coming that they only one of the I think only Brandon knows about on the Avengers um, of them as X Men characters. So Ooh. they will soon be having a new piece of mind to put on their website and stuff. Because I know the X-Men are eventually coming to the MCU, so we might as well have the Avengers yeah. drawn as such. Eventually, meaning 2030 for... <laughs> Take your sweet time, Kevin. Yeah, seriously. Come on, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> tell those writers to quit striking. Right? How dare they? <laughs> Who do they think they are? <laughs> Bastards. How dare they want the equal fair rights and shit? What do they think? They're actors? God. <laughs> they don't need to be there to make the movie, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Entitled the actors bastards. can just improvise everything. <laughs> yeah. You know how that would you know how that would go. Yeah, it would go okay in some circles and not so great with Jeremy Renner, let's be honest. The only movie that would be great would be Deadpool 3. Everything yeah. else would be a bomb. <laughs> If without the writers, how would Hugh Jackman know how to speak without an Australian accent? <laughs> oh my God! He, <laughs> uh, what am I supposed to do here? I as a gown, bub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that you call that a episode. knife? Yeah. Shink. <laughs> These are knives. <laughs> so fucking good. Okay. Um... Before I cry some more, <laughs> my social medias are at the underscore mad underscore trivia underscore podcast on Twitter at the mad trivia pod and on TikTok at the mad trivia podcast. Keith, I have waited far too long to get you on here. We need to do this again sometime. Should you have four Absolutely. other movies that Sorry, it I took can... me so long. Ah, you're a busy guy. You were moving, getting married, mm. doing yeah. all those adult things. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you they... be an adult? They did line up almost instantly after one another, so I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, patience. that's usually how it goes. People generally get married, and then if they don't already live together, they work it out, or they work it to a better place, which I think is what you guys did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Again, thank you for coming on, and um, if there's anything else you'd like to say or promote before we get off here. Uh, John, you are a fantastic person to record with, whether it be on your own podcast or others, and I really appreciated this. This was a lot of fun. I had a blast with you, too, and I appreciate that. And you have actually, I've recorded with you over several mediums, and I think this is always a good time. You have a lot of good input and a lot of good exposition. 
And he certainly have a lot of good lines to drop at the most random of times, which was a great time for everybody. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you very much. The one-liners are forever coming. <laughs> well, until next time, movie fans, trivia nerds, Mad Lib fanatics, we'll see you soon. And now i got to kick Greg out. Greg! Greg!